Headroom fans, before we begin the episode properly, let me just take a moment to say, if you're in Port Macquarie, you should be getting along to the Glasshouse Theatre on July the 21st. I'll be doing Afternoons Tonight, which is the live theatrical presentation of my radio show. It's a really fun night. You'll have a great time getting there. So I'm thinking Port, you know, Warhope, uh, Dorigo, anywhere within the immediate vicinity, should you be an hour from Port Macquarie. If Port Macquarie is the kind of place you go for a big shop, then I think that's where we should be July 21. Glasshouse Theatre, I'll see you there. Oh, Blue Mountains, see you there on August the 3rd at Springwood. So, a couple of opportunities to see the live show, which is really fun, called Afternoons Tonight. Check out your local press for all the details. Otherwise, let's get into Headroom. Hello, I'm James Valentine. This is Headroom, and this is a Headroom Special Investigation. I think I've cracked a social transformation that's one of the biggest things that's ever happened to us, and we've barely noticed it. Let me ask you this. How much money have you got on you right now? As in, cash-type money. Got a 20? Got a couple of 50s? Change in your pocket or bag? You know what the chances are? You don't. And if not, then you are part of one of the swiftest and most painless social transformations we've ever experienced. We've gone cashless. More questions to ask yourself. When did you last go to the ATM? When were you last anywhere in Australia that only accepted cash? We have gone cashless, not because of official decree or with any other imperative, but the availability of card services. And we haven't uttered a word of protest. We've just tapped and gone on our merry way. How often do you leave the house now with just your phone and a driver's licence tucked in the case? And perhaps not even a card because you're so modern you're going to use Apple Pay. Of course we've been able to get through the day without a lobster or a pineapple in our wallet or purse for quite a while. But in the last 12 months, the rate which we've moved on from cash has taken off. There's figures, but why not ask the people most directly affected? Try being a big issue vendor at the moment. People patting their pockets regretfully is now what a big issue vendor sees all day. No one has cash on them, so no one has the $7 to buy the magazine. Big Issue Chief Operating Officer Sally Hines said, Since Tap and Go has become prevalent in Australia, many of our vendors have found out that people are carrying less and less cash, which is affecting their magazine sales. That means that Big Issue are in the process of exploring options for cashless payments, bringing vendors into the digital cash economy. In Britain, Big Issue itself published an article about an enterprising vendor, Paul Snape, of West Bridgeford, Nottinghamshire, who's seen his sales skyrocket since he purchased a relatively inexpensive card reader. For some, it could be that simple, but given the circumstance of many big issue vendors, there may be issues of phone compatibility, affordability, keeping devices charged and connected, and so on. So Big Issue says cashless came on faster than they anticipated, and a straw poll of the cafes and shops near to me revealed the same thing. Cafes that a year ago only took cash said they were watching half their potential customers walk out the door because they didn't have Eftpos and TAP. Other shops say 80 or 90% of their custom is tap and cards now, and the problem the shop has is that if someone wants to use cash, the shop doesn't have the right change. So apart from that, where else do you need cash? This is Stuart. Well, I can bumble along quite easily for a couple of weeks without any cash, and then I'll head off to Bunnings, and then it all comes unravel. Because? You can't afford a sausage. <laughs> you can't tap and go a sausage sandwich. So. Aren't they tapping and going yet? No, not yet, not yet. Um, yeah, so that's when that's when it brings you up short, and then you have to try and get cash out at Bunnings or something ridiculous like that. 
And this is like, and that's what I mean. Like that's where I'm at. Where it's there's only this one moment where suddenly I'll I'll either feel silly because I just bought two bread rolls and so I'm tapping to for a dollar eighty, you know, or I'm at the sausage sizzle and I suddenly go, gosh, I don't think there's even any cash in the car anymore, you know. Yeah, that's that's where you get caught up. So I try and keep it couple of bucks in the wallet. Yep. At least on the weekend. Yep. And and like when do you reckon this happened? When did you start so when was the you know, when did you stop going to the ATM regularly? Oh, I reckon maybe two years ago. Two years, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But also I, I started because I'm travelling around so you don't want to be tapping at McDonald's every five you know, every day of the week. Because, mm. you know, the, the beloved will see that you're having lunch at Macca's. <laughs> So you need a little bit of uh, bit of cash to cover up your clandestine activities. Uh, Stuart, yes, we want to fly under the radar. You're probably right. So you want to keep some coins around for the sausage sizzle, but if you're not buying a coffee with a $10 bill, then how do you end up with any coins on you? Miriam texted and she said, look, I got into such a panic the other morning, my kid's kindy needed $7. I just didn't have it anywhere. I couldn't even remember my pin when I got to the ATM. It just pops up every now and again that you suddenly need cash and you realise, I haven't got any cash on me, haven't been to the ATM for ages, I can't give you 10 bucks. What I reckon's happened in the last 12 months is that many people have found themselves without cash and then tap for something small like coffee or gum or a sandwich, something that they'd usually always pay for with a $10 bill. Then they don't end up going to the ATM, then they end up without cash and then they just keep on going. Many people have also travelled and tapped themselves across the world. No more head-scratching at the Bureau de Change trying to calculate exchange rates. No squinting at unfamiliar currency in the back of a tuk-tuk. Just wave the card and magically move through the world. Once you've done that, you're not going back to cash. Finance journalist Michael Pascoe took a look at the Reserve Bank figures. The Reserve Bank conducts a detailed survey every three years. 2007, 69% of consumer payments of things under 10 grand we paid by cash the last survey they did was in 2016 and it was down to 37 percent the indications are now that we're probably down to about 30 percent of consumer payments being by cash only 30 percent whereas 11 years ago it was close to 70 percent there's another indication too james and that is the way our atm withdrawals are going Mm -hmm. that's a more regular figure last year at the number of atm withdrawals was down by eight percent on 2016 uh, and the value was down by four percent so it's it's a one-way traffic yep cash is out of fashion it is an extraordinary thing that it has crept up on us Um, we are towards the forefront of the international trend but we're not the leaders of it the swedes are way out in front of us we're about five or six years behind them Uh, and the latest information from sweden is that only about 25 percent of swedes have actually used cash in the last week alan oster nab chief economist i'm very much a troglodyte old-fashioned and i've used cash just about all my life up until about the last 12 to 18 months says the trend is inexorable Increasingly, people are becoming um, more confident the system's going to work. It's being accepted more broadly. And, uh, you know, if if you remember just a a week or so ago when NAB systems went down on a Saturday morning, Mm. the chaos chaos it caused was pretty big because most people were trying to, you know, pay for their petrol and pay for whatever. And even in farmers' markets, you know, the system sort of came to an end for NAB customers anyway. So it's a trend that I think is going to increasingly uh, be evident and eventually these things are going to be faded, 
faded out. Carly, a florist, said it made her feel much safer. We have a family business, a florist, hmm. and it's just made things so much safer. So I used to stress out about Mother's Day and Valentine's Day with the, all the cash that was coming in the door. Right. Now, when people are tapping, I don't. I just don't have to stress about getting all that cash out of the till on those really, really busy days. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I I like it. I think it's. I think it's just so much safer. Anywhere else, we still need cash. The only reason why I've gone to the cash machine today is that somebody at work is leaving, so they say, "Oh, we're going to. You need to get money for a gift." And I'm like, I, "I don't have any money on me." <laughs> so yeah. Had to go to the cash machine, and then when I was thinking about in the car, and then when I put the radio on and you were talking about it, I thought I haven't been in the cash. I do, I don't think I've had any cash in my wallet for about a year. Yeah, absolutely. This morning, um, left my wallet at home, fearful that I wouldn't be able to pay for my my lunch, and uh, downloaded the, the newest thing and used my my phone to pay. And I felt very chuffed, very excited about this new uh, new cashless world. It's interesting, isn't it? And so, so that's you. So you deliberately got there, or you just kind of half. I, I left the wallet at home accidentally, but then I thought, "Gee, what am I going to do?" So I, uh, I managed to wrangle my way through the technology, and I, I was quite shocked. The lady who served me didn't seem as excited as I did. But I was, uh, <laughs> I, felt, I felt like I was in a brand new world. Yeah. And how much, how much cash would you usually carry with you now? None. Just have None. to find something underneath my car, my car seat if I need it. That's about the only place I've got cash, I think. I mean, I went to dinner with a big group for a birthday recently and the restaurant sent an email out beforehand saying it'll be $50 ahead and could we transfer the money before we arrive? And I went, that's actually quite a good idea, isn't it? Pocket money is transferred to children's accounts and they buy hot chips after school with a debit card. We tip in the restaurant via an FPOS machine brought to the table. New payments platform, NPP, means we're transferring money to one another instantly at the office and the restaurant. It's done. Having a wallet, a purse, a money clip, a roll of bills, a pile of the folding stuff, some readies, some dead presidents, a pineapple and if you're lucky an iceberg and our kick has been our habit for generations. We've used currency and cash from cowrie shells to shekels for thousands of years. But as we spend right now, we are in the process of rapidly ditching the dollar bill. A dollar now has no concrete representation. The medium of exchange has shifted from notes to numbers in my account. I transfer them to you with a magical wave. This is turning out to be a painless and invisible social transformation. It's taken two generations to get us to stop smoking. We're still not entirely metric, but we've thrown away the money without even noticing it. Which means that in years to come, Mel Blanc's marvellous hymn to money will make no sense whatsoever. Just want a big fat pile of money. Give me that almighty dollar for that letters hear me holler. Give me buckets full of ducats. Let me walk around and waller in Mazuma. El dinero, want to be a millionaire. Give me money, 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 money. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Headroom. It was put together by myself, by producer Jennifer Fleming, and by technical producer Matt Hiley. That's why it sounds so beautiful. It's all Matt's fault. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed it. We'll see you again. Review, rate, do that stuff if you feel like it. Tell everybody about it. And, you know, or, or don't. It's not compulsory. I always feel so bad. It's, it's like I'm, I'm begging for attention. And it's not like I don't spend enough time trying to get attention. So how about I just leave it at that? Hope you've enjoyed it. Farewell. Money, 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 money